0: science and diction and fact over fiction, learning and growing and healing afflictions, authentic and supportive, knowledge a plethora. Welcome to the Library of Alexandria. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Library of Alexandria. Today I'm going to speak on the topic of judgment. So judging others, judging situations, judging places, judging ideas and concepts, etc. I'm going to talk about being judgmental, or what some people call being judgy, and I'll speak to being judged. And the reason I want to talk about this, the reason I want to address this topic, is because there is a tremendous amount of focus and attention placed on the act of judging, and on the concept of judgment as a whole. In most of our cultures and societies, Judgment is viewed negatively. Judgment is viewed as wrong. Judgment is viewed as harsh. Judgment is viewed as counterproductive and judgment is viewed as harmful. And this mindset surrounding the concept of judgment is illogical and counterintuitive. And that is actually the real harm. Here is the truth about judgment. Human beings by nature have to judge others. It is a survival tactic. For example, every human being is judging every other human being upon meeting them. You have to judge, meaning you have to discern whether or not that person is emotionally and physically safe for you to be around. You have to use your discernment. You have to use your judgment to make that call. And the actual definition of discernment is to judge well. Judgment is part of fight or flight. If you are sensing that you are in any type of physical or emotional danger, you have to judge the situation. You have to judge the people around you. You have to judge their behaviors. You have to take in your surroundings, use your senses to make sense of the situation in ways that are going to protect you. It is part of the very fabric of our nature that it is necessary to be judgmental and to be judgmental all the time so that we can survive, so that we can make appropriate choices and decisions to best serve ourselves for our physical and emotional and mental well-being. Judgment only becomes a problem if we negatively judge someone or something when it's not warranted. Because there are absolutely times where negative judgment of someone or something is absolutely warranted. A perfect example of that is we should all negatively judge Donald Trump because he was and still is a dangerous human. We should, it is warranted, to negatively judge all those crazy people who storm the Capitol. We don't need to know those people personally. We don't need to know their personal stories. It is warranted and justified for anyone to negatively judge them because it would be in service of our safety, emotional and physical. And when you collectively negatively judge someone or something that is causing blatant harm to human beings... That collective judgment is going to work against that person or thing in positive ways to overthrow that negativity and propel positivity. A perfect example is the Black Lives Matter movement. Black lives and those who support Black lives have been negatively judging law enforcement because of the blatant, more than disrespect, blatant and cruel murdering of black and brown bodies. So that collective judgment that the cops are bad and that all cops are bastards has created this tremendous movement that has pushed the collective forward to champion and protect black lives. Judgment also becomes a problem and harmful when we incorrectly judge someone or something. A perfect example of that are stereotypes, prejudices, racism. For example, I have been incorrectly judged by other people people within my own community by other black people telling me that I am not black and that I am in fact biracial or that I'm mixed either way they are negative they are incorrectly judging me by believing and stating and speaking that I am not who I in fact am black and that is harmful that is wrong because that mindset those words those feelings that judgment nurtures negative mindsets again like stereotypes and prejudices and it spreads misinformation and misinformation is always going to cause harm you just want to make sure you want to ensure that if you are judging someone or something negatively harshly that it's warranted if you see someone during this pandemic not wearing a mask then you have every logical and emotional reason to negatively and harshly judge that person because they are willingly and consciously choosing to put others in harm's way for their own selfish benefit for their own personal profit and pleasure the profit being that they get this power trip thinking that they are smarter and better than others and pleasure being that they get to live their life different from everyone else not wearing a mask they feel a false sense of freedom and that gives them pleasure If you see someone treating others with blatant disrespect, if you see others being mean to others, if you see someone bullying someone else, it is warranted that you would judge them as an unsafe and unkind and unaware person who is ill fit to be in an interpersonal relationship. Whether that be with a friend, a family member, or a romantic partner, they are ill fit to be in an interpersonal relationship. You are going to judge them and say, I'm not going to approach them. That is warranted, that is fair. And here's the other very important truth about this. In those instances, when we see wrong being done, we should definitely judge those people negatively because if we don't, then we are being complacent. That means we aren't holding them accountable and that perpetuates violence and all kinds of harm and destruction and regression. Even if we don't tell anyone that we are negatively judging someone, let's say you you do negatively judge someone, you see something that you know is wrong and you keep it to yourself, that's going to inhibit your actions to create positive change. Because nothing changes until we address it. Ooh, that's a James Baldwin quote. Nothing changes until we address it. Okay, I went and looked up James Baldwin's quote to make sure that I quoted him correctly and I didn't. He said, nothing can be changed until it is faced. And that is true. So use your negative and harsh judgment when it's warranted for good. Use your anger and disappointment in that person or situation for good. Use it to move the needle and push the collective forward. Use that judgment to abundantly serve yourself so that you can protect your peace and operate from a place of complete authenticity. Use that judgment to abundantly serve others to protect and champion your fellow humans. I get very aggravated, very frustrated when I hear or see people say things like, they're being so judgy or I'm being so judgy or I'm trying not to be judgmental or don't judge me or I'm not judging you or there's no judgment here. You know, things like that. It, it aggravates the hell out of me because it doesn't make sense. We have to judge everything we do. You judge the food you're going to eat before you put it in your mouth, don't you? You look in your closet and you judge your clothes and you're like, hmm, is this fitting my mood today? Is this, am I feeling this? You judge people when you're dating. You judge your family members. You judge your friends. You, we have to do this in order to make mindful, authentic, intentional, critically thought out, informed decisions that will serve us and serve others. And I want to focus on and underscore the informed part of making those decisions because our judgments are based off our values and based on what you know, what you've learned, what you've experienced. And if someone's values do not align with yours and you feel you believe or you know that they are using their values to harm you, to disrespect you, To upset you or to do this to anybody else you know it's okay to negatively judge their values you don't always have to have respect for someone else's different values or someone else's different opinions I always get I get aggravated with that too where people say you don't have to agree with me but you have to respect me no I don't respect has to be earned here's an example personally I value learning from one's mistakes I value learning from my mistakes I value admitting when I'm wrong and I value doing better moving forward if there is somebody else who does not share those values who does not value admitting when they're wrong who does not value admitting fault when it's necessary who does not value uh, being the best they can be and value improving themselves that is absolutely a value clash and it is allowed and warranted and very okay for you to negatively judge that person because my values are going to force me to make myself better which in turn will force me to be a better person, which in turn will force me to interact with my fellow humans in more positive ways. Whereas that other person's values are going to do nothing but regress their uh, personal growth and development and regress the interactions that they have with others and possibly help to diminish society. It's all about how we are serving ourselves and about how we are contributing. Also, People forget this very real fact. People forget this. We judge each other positively all the time. We judge things and situations and places, people. We judge them positively all the time. If you meet someone, even for just five minutes, and you take away and you tell yourself and you tell other people, wow, that person... Seems really kind. They're a really kind person. That is a positive judgment. And it only took you five minutes. Now, if you speak to somebody for five minutes and they're a dick and you get some negative vibe for them or you don't like, I don't know, they just you're, you're sensing something negative, that's fine too. They're both valid. We compliment people's intelligence and we tell them they're smart. That is a positive judgment by telling someone and telling others, you are very smart or he or she is very smart or they're a really hard worker, or they're a fantastic cook. They're an amazing singer. And here's the thing, I don't need to be an incredible cook myself to judge someone else's cooking positively. I don't need that previous knowledge to make that judgment. Same thing with the singing compliment. I don't need to be a professional or skilled singer in order to positively judge someone's voice in a way that says, their voice is beautiful. They're a fantastic singer. I do not need that previous knowledge to make that judgment. This is why in my practice I advocate for and teach people how to live with fierce intuition. Because your intuition is very smart. It is your highest self. It is your most intelligent self. It is the self that is going to always serve you the best. It is the part of yourself that is all-knowing. Our intuition functions to help us discern people and discern situations that will best serve us. Our intuition does that effortlessly and flawlessly because intuition is always secure in its thoughts. It knows what it's talking about. It doesn't second guess itself and it's there to guide you. So use it. Use it to your advantage. That's literally its function. Its function is to give you all the advantages and to serve you abundantly. And your intuition is not going to make reactionary decisions because your intuition does not have to think on its feet. It's just always going to have that knowledge ready to hand out. It's a database and it's just waiting for you to have a certain uh, question and it already has the information. It's just ready to give it out. And I say this because if you choose to listen to your intuition, it's going to steer you in the right direction. It's not going to allow you to do something that's not in alignment with your values. So for example, if someone does something to make you very angry and you want to punch them in the face, I'm going to go ahead and assume that your deepest values probably are not in alignment with that mindset and that decision in the moment. I'm going to assume that your values are probably the opposite. So your intuition is going to say, I know you really want to punch this, first, this person and I totally get it. I want to punch him too. Although I am going to help you stay true to yourself and then as a result, you are not going to punch that person in the face. You're not going to have to be thinking, what do I do? I'm not sure what to do. How do I handle this? Your intuition's going to tell you. So our intuition can be a real time saver for us. Also, I want to go back to something I said earlier about a value clash. I got that terminology from Amanda Seals, comedian and actress and thought leader and change maker <laughs> and activist. She, she said this. I'm going to get the quote and I'll read it to you. Amanda Seals says, In arguments, when people say, but I don't see what I did wrong, if I have to tell you, it doesn't matter, because that's a value clash. If someone can't determine what they did wrong, then that means we don't share the same values, because their value system should be able to alert them that this shit right here is a box they shouldn't have checked. So always let your values guide you. I really want y'all to internalize this, so I'm going to repeat it. If you are experiencing a value clash with someone in your life, you are not obligated to understand why they value what they do or to adopt their values, unless they are values of positivity, inclusivity... And effective empathy, effective being the operative word here. I have an episode on the formula for effective empathy. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it because a lot of people do not know how to effectively and correctly empathize. If that person has bad values, which yes, is a very real thing. I get very annoyed too when people are like, there are no bad ideas. There are no bad values. Yes, there are. There's absolutely bad ideas and bad values. That is the truth. Accept it. Anyway, if they are bad values, you do not owe that person a relationship. It's best to nurture deep relationships with those who have aligned values, because when good people band together who share the same positive, inclusive, effectively empathetic values, then they work off of each other's unified passions to move the needle forward and create a world of more of those positive, inclusive, and effective empathetic values. All right, everyone. That's all I have for today. I hope this expanded your mind. I hope this made you think critically in ways you haven't before. And of course, as always, I hope it empowered you in your thoughts and in your feelings and in your reality. And yeah, if you need a permission slip to be judgmental, to be judgy, I'm giving it to you now. Go ahead and be judgy. If you liked this episode, please rate it five stars. And if you're feeling extra generous, you can leave a review. I also have merch available for y'all. You can get some lovely mugs. I know a lot of people, I'm sold out of candles. I had candles and a lot of people are bummed out. And I have new candles arriving soon and these are going to be cuter and bigger and more fabulous. So I have candles on the way. Right now you can get mugs. And even cooler, what I'm even more excited about is my apparel. I have an apparel shop and most of the stuff is eco. It's part of a conscious collection. My stuff is amazing. It's beautiful. I've got hoodies. I've got joggers. I've got tanks. I've got tees. I've got masks. And they're all fabulous. And they come mostly in black and white. I think there is a gray tank top. But it's fabulous and awesome. So I will include a link to my apparel shop. You can represent yourself by uh, wearing stuff that says protect your peace. So you can represent that. There are shirts that say I am self-reverent. So you can represent yourself there. There are shirts that say HSP. And you can represent yourself there. All kinds of representation for y'all, so you can wear your identity loud and proud, and show people the importance and necessity of protecting their peace. You can spread that message of good cheer and positivity to the world with your clothes. Alright everyone, that's it. That really is it. That really is it. Okay. I will see you back here next week with a brand new episode. Not sure what the topic is yet, although I do know it's going to be fantastic and I can't wait to share it with you all. All right. Have a great weekend. Cheers.